to another episode of Love with Carisha. You got the jumps, they got your neck, they kick, ooh. You got the drag, they lay to the side. You got the beat, that drum, ooh. You got the pop, that bit one time. You got the lock, that like a ooh. You got the cop, that ooh. You got the rock, that ooh. Go in the shop, you got the jumps, they got your neck, they kick, ooh. You got the drag, they lay to the side. You got the beat, that drum, ooh. You got the pop, that bit one time. You got the lock, that bit like a ooh. You got the cop, that bit, ooh. You got the rock, that I'm your host, Karisha the Diva, and today I'm pleased to be sitting with an Atlanta King, founding member of D4L and Complex Magazine Top 10 Major Influential Artists of Today's Rap, Fabo. Oh! What's that name? Welcome to the show. Hey man, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. How are you? I am great, never better. You look amazing. We're definitely going to pan in on that shoe cam on those sneakers. He looks really dope today. <laughs> so I want to start present day and then go back into time. Let's talk about jump. How did you come up with that? Wow, jump. Uh, I think today's climate uh, says it all, you know, with the Black Lives Movement being what it is or whatever, you know, I'm me, myself, I'm used to being with all fun and jokes and stuff like that. That's kind of what people know me for. But at the same time, I'm always coming up with different dances and stuff. So I wanted to give my contribution to the movement by saying you got to jump, stick out your neck, then kick. Or you got to drag that leg to the side. You got to beat that drum. It's just basically saying right now, nobody can stand on the sideline. I know that's right. Um, is there going to be a video coming out for it? Oh, yeah. We already have a visual out for it or whatever. Everybody's like, yo, you should put out more. But it's just, you know, I just did it. So, you know, I was trying to hog all the glory. A lot of the kids and stuff doing the TikTok dance right now. I have a thousand dollar contest going on. So oh, really? It's dope. When's, okay, when's it over? Oh, I mean, you know, we keep getting videos every day. You know, people just hearing about it. So I want to make sure everybody get a fair shot. I know that's right. I might that's up right. to Annie. <laughs> Talk to us about the infamous Geek Squad. Oh, the infamous Geek Squad. Yes. Oh, First I of all, they're squad deep for y'all at home. <laughs> everybody that's not in Atlanta, he has a, a, a army. The Geek Squad. Who are they? I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Yo, you don't know? I don't know what you're talking about. You're famous. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you know, you have a lot of people that want to see me win. I mean, that's definitely it. You know, and uh, when I travel, you got I travel with a lot of people that want to see me win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How does it make you feel to have that kind of support? Oh, I mean, I, I just started back rapping, so, you know, a lot of these people been around me you know, without the rap. So it kind of feel good to have people, you know, around you get a chance to experience, you know, what you already know. Mm -hmm. Meaning that, uh, I guess when I was first in it or whatever, you know, I was always around the D4L squad and, you know, all of them was from Born Home. And, uh, you know, I get a couple of people to come in and stuff like that. But, you know, having that motion on your own. R.I.P. Shawty! R.I.P. Shawty Low, you yes. Know, you want to surround yourself with people you know you care about. So, did you warn Drake you was about to body the Tootsie Slide remix, or did you just go into the studio and put yeah, it out there? I mean, Drake the homie. So, you know, I hung, up, hung out with Chubbs before that, and, uh, you know, it happened. So, it's a dope song. I love it. Yeah. How did, did you reach out to How did the, how did the collab come about? Oh, I mean, uh, Vintage Tunes put together the remix, mm -hmm. you know, and... Uh, it just worked out like it's supposed to. Radio jumped on it real fast or whatever, and it was dope. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. What's been the biggest surprise you've seen in the music industry since you got back into the studio? Wow. Yes, I know a lot has changed. Man, I'm still the best. And I was like, wow. When I realized that, it's like, man, I'm still the best. And that, I mean, that was the biggest surprise because I'm, I'm infatuated with a lot of the people you know, that's in the industry and that's out right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I got a lot of them in my playlist, but when I get in the studio and uh, I hear my songs played on the radio alongside what's out there, I just tell myself, hey, dog, you still the best. So I, that was a shock. 
What inspires you when you're writing? But not music? to me. I was just saying to some people. <laughs> <laughs> what inspires you when you're writing music? Um, I'm inspired by everything around me. It's, I'm infatuated with Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. I think I think that you know we. I was just telling somebody that we take everything from the earth and never give anything back. So, you know, I can be infatuated with watching the wind blow on the trees, you know what I mean? You can come up with a great song, you're watching the butterflies, you know, somebody sent me a big butterfly today, you know, it made me smile, but yeah, I'm, in, I'm infatuated with a lot of things, I'm inspired by a lot of things, so, you know, I can, I can look in the refrigerator and close it back and be like, oh yeah, I just thought about this, so, you know. That's just so, a true artist. It, yeah. Do you um, prefer performing live or being in the studio more? Uh, Wow, I never get a chance to get in the studio. I'm uh, I'm one of those artists that uh, I'm always on the road. I'm always doing some some something different or whatever. Mm -hmm. Whether it's working with nonprofit or whether it's just being out there, period. You know, but lately it's been that. You know, uh, just on my live, going crazy. My live is crunk. So I spend a lot of time doing my lives and stuff like that or whatever. But you know, I'm always out there and active. You know, so. I, I never really get a chance to be in the studio. I'm always on stage, so I would just say the stage because when I go in the studio, the songs you hear is the only day I get a chance to record. Mm -hmm. So, you know. That's what's up. Talk to me about your nonprofit. You said you do some nonprofit. Oh, yeah, uh, PUB. I have a, a nonprofit called PUB. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we just work off camera and away from everything, just making sure people up under the bridge get fed and they get tents and stuff. So, a lot of the times when you ride by the bridges and stuff like that and you see those cats with fresh tents, that'd be us. Congratulations to that. That's what's yeah. up. Um, for the new age hip hop and all the new school kids, kind of fill them in at home on how D4L started. You know, oh. everybody is not hip to the game. Wow. <laughs> how D4L started. Yes. Oh, wow. I was, uh, I had just left Raheem the Dream in. Me and Young Joe was what Young Joe and, Joe and I was group. Mm -hmm. And uh, that didn't work out well, so I ended up back on the block. And, uh, you know, running back and forth with, with Shada. I had already known Shada for years. And uh, running into Mubi a couple of times, I jumped up in a jam or whatever, and uh, I hooked up with Charlotte like that. But I was already in the pool palace, and I was on uh, Lamarck and Mubi remix. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a remix with the franchise boys too, or uh, whatever called Money at the time. So I had those rocking in the club, and Charlotte was just like, man, I just think, you know, we need to really put something into it. So Charlotte did the studio put it together, you know, and so, you know, I had to come through, so that was just how, how I started. What was the most memorable experience from being with the group? Wow. I know you have so many amazing memories. Share oh, one with us. Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, one time, we was, <laughs> nah, I mean, not just an amazing memory, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, us not really being together as a band yet, you feel what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I remember one time the tour bus broke down in Thompson, Georgia, and right before that we was just, you know, all at each other. And uh, two or three people didn't have rides from Thompson, Georgia all the way back to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And just to see how everybody was trying to make sure that happened that night or whatever, whereas I was thinking, you know, it went, that people weren't really family that was around. These was the people that was making sure that people got home. So I just remember that experience standing on the side of the tour bus and Lowe was saying, come on, cause y'all just, y'all just, y'all just cool out of y'all. Everybody, everybody just pull it together. <laughs> And uh, we screaming at each other, so and it turned out to be dope. We ended up having a nice run after that. So mm -hmm. yeah, that was a great guy. Yeah. He was amazing. Um, as someone who is literally a vet in Atlanta, do you feel like the overall new wave of music has progressed and elevated in hip hop, or did it go backwards? Man, progressed like it's it's somewhere we never seen it before. I mean, um, look at it like this. 
the we had the funk. Mm -hmm. We had um, you know I mean with James Brown and these cats. You had the '80s with Bobby Brown and these cats. You know the New Jack City, Teddy Riley, and stuff like that. You had the '90s with the Color Me Bad and all. This. The music's going. Music is going to change. This ain't rock and roll no more. Like you know Chub, Chubby Checkers and them boys and all of that either. Right. So you know when you get cats like Young Thug, the Baby, Lil Baby, all of these cats. And the Baby, I would separate him from that because these cats are voices of musical instruments. And the baby come in with this bop, it's just like you're getting two different waves at one time. Mm -hmm. You know, you got a lot of this thug gunner, little baby wave, and then you got this whole new thing popping up, and then you can't count out Trippy Red and the rest of these guys too. So I mean, the music is somewhere it's never been, where you got five or six different ways in one genre. This ain't just rock, this ain't just country, this ain't just, you know, hip hop is something special right now. So I would say with these cats' voices being musical instruments, that's taking it somewhere where it's never been. I can't wait to see where it goes from there. You know, where do we get the real version of Roger Trotman, you know, where he was trying to go with it and, you know, nobody ever tapped on that. We're going some MC Breed type of stuff, you know. So, yeah, I just think that where it's at right now, it's about to get crazy. Wonderful. Yeah, definitely. It definitely has progressed. Yeah. You're right. The baby has his own little style. I can't, I just, I'm just not listening to any older music right now unless it's some... Freddie Jackson, uh, some Osley brothers. Right. But, you know, I mean, I, I go back and play that Tupac song that I like. I'm going to throw the Tupac All Eyes on me, whole album on. You know, I'm, I'm in there working out, doing whatever. I play those albums or whatever, but mm -hmm. I just put my TV on YouTube or Spotify or whatever, and it just be riding. You see what I'm saying? So I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't see myself going backwards, and I, I think everybody else moving on too. Who's your favorite Atlanta rapper? Man, you ain't about to get me in trouble. What? <laughs> all right, all right, okay. Who is your top three? Uh, three. Nah, I mean, you know, you would have to, you would have to say you're not about to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the rappers in Atlanta. We love all y'all. <laughs> so I remember when we spoke before, you mentioned that you had spent some time living across the seas. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, it just depends on where or whatever I was saying. Uh, you know, like I said, when, when you when you overseas or whatever, a lot of times you get homesick. Mm -hmm. You know, I think with me, I got homesick because, like I said, I love I love the city, I love Atlanta, I love the United States. So, a lot of times, you know, what like I was saying, it was like you you in a dream, and you know, it's a great dream, and then you gotta wake up or whatever. You can't hop in the ride and ride around and get what you want. You know, at certain times of day and night, even if it's just going to Magic City, you know what I'm saying? Right. Just, that stuff don't. Do they have strip clubs? Yeah, in I mean, it's not the same or right. whatever. I, I'll give you a story. I don't know if you want me to tell the story, but we I want it. Know. We it's want a it. Funny story. We got a lava creature exclusive from Fabo. Go nah, ahead. Nah. So I'm in the club uh, in Japan with Atlanta rapper or whatever. We cooling it. You know, it was dope and. Uh, he hadn't been over there before, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm taking him around to the spots and all of that. So we go into this spot, and I'm trying to tell him, you know, these girls, they don't like that. They ain't going to drink what you're drinking and all of that. So he's like, no, nah, get the girls what you want. I got this, I got that, boo, boo, boo. So, you know, I don't see him doing this, actually, but this is, you know, what occurred. So, man, we get rid of the lead, these little Japanese dudes standing right there. I was like, yo, let me let me talk to you for a minute. And I was like, you can't leave. And I was like, why we can't leave or whatever? He was like, you got people for girls. I was like, what girls? Like, those girls right there? I was like, yeah, they was just chilling with us all night, man. What you talking about? He was like, no, no, girls, $500 a piece. I was like, whoa. He was like, you had those two leads. So he was trying to get us paid for the ones that left, too. Oh, no. Those so are some I, expensive girls. I was telling this guy the whole time, but he wasn't listening to me. <laughs> 
And uh, so they weren't with me at all. Yeah. Like, I'm on this side at this table making sure that I separate myself from Because at first, you know, I was going to make my exit with them. <laughs> As I looked down, they kind of like, the, who you thought was partying? They really weren't partying. They was the, we was the only ones in the club. You what? know, that was, you know, we, we like the ball, the ballers, the high rollers that's in the club. <laughs> so a guy comes over or whatever. He was like, uh, yo, you know, you can't leave, blah, 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 blah. So it's like, you know, the other guy was like, oh, I got it, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> That ain't gonna get it. You in a whole different country. Like right. you, you can woof all you want. He don't even understand you, first of all. So everything you say is just going in one ear and out the other. So make a long story short, you know, we we had to come up with it and get up out of there or whatever. And we made it out safe. But I thought that was dope. And uh, you know, it just teach you something or whatever. You know, it ain't where you're from, it's where you at. Right. And so, you know, you gotta act accordingly. And it was just stuff like that that I, I just didn't think that I need to be a part of too, you know, because I, I would like to see the girls in front of me, you know. You know what I mean? I don't want to, you know. I don't want to, yeah, they keep bringing like certain champagne, and I can't knock nobody for what they do or whatever because it seems like they had a good business going on. That's why I took him in there. But hopefully, he made it home that night. Oh, he, he was. I fine. know you're not going to tell us who that rapper is, nah, but nah, I know nah. he had a great night. Nah. As an Atlanta native, do you feel as if Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms has done a overall good job with the city of Atlanta? Yeah, sure. She's she's done an excellent job. She's. I think more than extraordinary to be in her situation and be, you know, thrust into the position that she's been thrown in or whatever. I know when she signed up for the job, she never expected this, but I guess, you know, we all see she was prepared to do it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I always tell people you have some good days and bad days. So, yeah, I think she did a great job. So do I. I agree on that one. Yeah. Um, it's been a try in 2020. First, we want to send our condolences to all the lost. We all the lives we've lost at the hands of Facts. police brutality. Rest in peace to Ahmaud Arbery. And it sucks that we have to keep going over this, but you know yeah. I try to keep everyone informed. Rest in peace to Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Rayshard Brooks in Atlanta. Um, what are your thoughts on the injustices going on in the black community? Man, I've, I've been screaming, you know, El Popos and this is my songs. Every song you know about me, I'm quite sure it's in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I, I got this mark on my head that I, I received in the bluff you know, years ago from Rip Dogs and stuff, and it's still there every day, so I'm reminded of it when I look in the mirror, and uh, everybody know my phrase before this happened to Mr. Floyd was, I can't breathe. I've been saying this for years. I had t-shirts before, you know, and all of this, and it's just come, I can't breathe because of my climate. So when you hear us in the songs, I'll give you an example, you know, me being a voice of my generation or whatever, I had never had a chance, you know, I'm glad we didn't go through anything like this, you know, where we had to, you know, give our opinion. And I never had a chance to express my opinion on the, on any issues like this. And so I guess when people see us as rappers or whatever, like, oh, he don't know what's going on, this, that, another. And so to hear little Baby do black or white, I think that put me in a situation where, you know, I'm like, wow, you know, so maybe they do need to be paying attention to us. Like, you, you feel what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I, I don't think they're really paying attention half of the time or whatever. And, you know, some cats get carried away themselves. But, yeah, it's a voice in the streets right now. It is a powerful voice. So everybody's been doing an amazing job yeah, yeah. staying hip to it and putting it on their platform and speaking about it. Facts. What advice can you give to the youth and the upcoming talent right now and the artists who are watching this show? Oh, man, I mean, you know, if you're in this business or whatever, don't waste people's time, make a hit. You feel what I'm right. saying? That's just basically, I like to say that, you know, because everybody be walking up to you, man, listen to my song. It's like, dude, I've been gone 10 years. I'm, I'm working so hard on me. I don't even want, I'm gonna think I wrote that shit. Like, don't let me hear it. Like, but you know, you don't want to miss the opportunity to hear something great either though. Mm -hmm. But when you hear it, it's, it's gotta be good. So I would just say, make a great song. If you're a photographer, take a great picture. If you do movies, write a great script. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Don't waste people's time. Bravo. Um, we have a fan question. Yeah. 
somebody wants to know. Yeah. It's kind of basic, but they are throwing it in there. What do you order from the Waffle House? I don't, I, I don't eat at the Waffle House anymore. And the Waffle House get in the, the way of my plans. From I'm a vampire. You know, people who like to go to the Waffle House first like to spoil the evening. So I try to stay away from those places. But <laughs> if I do, I got to have the T-Bone. The T-Bone? <laughs> you like the T-Bone? Not the All-Star? I'm an All-Star girl. Nah, it's got to be a T-Bone. That's the only thing I can eat real. Like, uh -huh. when you out there, you drinking that hand, man. You can't eat nothing fake. Oh, yeah, you got to sober back up. That what, them the people you see in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like, the people who go eat some crazy stuff. They, you see them all at the table with the shrimp and all of that. Them be the people in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Can you cook? Can I cook? Yes. I've been blessed, you know, not to be in a situation where I've had to cook. My mama was a great woman, and mm -hmm. I've been blessed, you know, throughout my life. I don't think I ever had to go in the kitchen. Oh, really? You know, are you, are you dating? Is there a Mrs. Fabo? Not Mrs. Fabo, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a great relationship. Okay, congratulations. Yeah. That's a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. So she's very supportive. Yeah. Okay, great. So I want to play a little game. They all are. I want to play a little game. You are something else. <laughs> well, they all love you equally. That's all that matters. It's called Have You Ever. Praise God. Yeah, you have to answer very honestly. Okay, so it's five questions. You ready? Yeah. Have you ever cried over a girl? Yeah. Have you ever lost a fight? You're not going to ask who she was? Mm, who Janet was she? Jackson. Man, when she went with Jermaine Dupri, I started crying. <laughs> but I was like, no, not in my city. That's your man? Oh. Is Janet Jackson your celebrity crush? Nah, I was just talking stuff. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> okay. But you have cried over a girl. I was crying over Janet Jackson when she got with Jermaine Dupree. I was like, wow, oh, I was that close. And that she was in my city. That didn't even last. So, I mean, she's single that, now. That's why so you see I was crying. She She's single. You know, she broke up with her husband, her billionaire boyfriend. So, man, Janet. So many years done passed by, though. It's man. okay. Her black's not cracking. Janet nah, Jackson, nah, Fabo, uh -uh, in Atlanta. Uh -uh. It's, 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 it's into you, girlfriend. I'm trying to be a sugar daddy now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pray for Jesus. Have you ever lost a fight? Yes. You have lost a fight? Yep, what I have. Man, I, I, this is what made me never, ever try to wear the finger wave thing. Because my cousin tried to put the finger waves in my head, right? Uh -huh. and so I walked past the trap and uh, somebody said, oh, look at that boy. He's looking all pretty and stuff. So I turned around. And I'm like, mm, try me like that or whatever. I had the right idea, but he was still bigger than me. He slammed me on my neck. And uh, I remember jumping up, and I heard somebody say, that go to police, but it was me. <laughs> and so everybody took out running. Man, you should have seen the little stuff that she tried to finger. It was hanging over here. The jail was in my eye. I cried over that, too, because the jail got in my eye. That's what I told people. <laughs> have you, have, live with Carisha, with Fabo, have you ever had sex on an airplane? Yes. You have? Yes. Okay, so he's adventurous. Janet, <laughs> have you ever had a threesome? Yes. Wow, this is so crazy. Have you ever got drunk and didn't remember what happened the next day? No. Never? No. Okay, you're a good boy. So we're gonna do something fun right now. I'm gonna bring on my twin sister, Crystal Lucci, for some twin time. Ow. Everybody, welcome Crystal Lucci to the set. Enough. That's how Lucy walked into the show. Thank you, Richard the Diva. Glad to be here. It's glad to have you, honey. Glad to be here. Fabo. Yeah. Hi. You took your glasses off for me. Aww. Oh, I just couldn't see no more. 
Oh. 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 Too much oh. in the tub. That was a disc for my jacket or the cup? Both. <laughs> so anyway, I have some questions. So thank you, sis. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what I would like to know, that hand's still gone. That's the inside joke. We'll, 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 you guys, we'll cue you guys in on why his hand went up oh. a few times later. Um, what I want to know is what is like your plans for the future? Because you're very successful as a as an artist. What, where do you, what's next? Man, you're gonna be blown away by this answer. I really, we, I think I really want to know. I, I'm know. from the future. You know, I was born in the year 5078. In the year 3078, the Earth was visited by aliens. I am that offspring two thousand years later. I keep coming back to check on y'all, and y'all just keep blowing up. And I can't stop it from happening. So here we go. Oh. So. That is my future. Okay. So why don't you take Trump up to the future with you and yeah, get him out of here now? I don't even know who that is. Oh, okay. You don't even see him. No. Okay. <laughs> I already know what's going to happen. Why watch the TV? Listen, right. Finish this rap line. Got promethazine in my blood and... I know it, but I can't think of it. Percocets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have another question for you. So um, tell me about the situation... <laughs> Tell us about one of the shows you did in Japan. Like, oh, I mean, uh, what's it like performing for an audience that is not really uh, English uh, or fluent, fluent in English? Is that difficult? Not, or? When you're in a lot of different places in uh, these different countries, some of these people can't speak any English. They, um, oh. They they definitely know every word to the song though. Really? Like they learn the song in English, so you know I think um, I, I could give you this story. When I came from uh, the United States to over there, mm-hmm. it was um, thirteen minute shows, fifteen minute shows. But see, when you get off the plane over there, this promoter he sprung that bag on you, so you the whole night, like you know. So you gotta think that these some of these people riding from provinces and stuff like that. It's like that in Germany and places like that too. Mm-hmm. Some of these people coming from Munich and other places. And they'll drive. So when they get there, you're expected to be up here like an hour. Like, it's like a Vegas show or something like that. That's so, like, uh, yeah. Know, that's why you see a lot of artists when they come back over here and they perform back over here, they like playing all of these songs in the middle of their set because that's kind of how you get by. It's like, it's next to impossible to be up there for an hour. But, you want like just mostly your own music. Yeah, I mean, you got to do, I don't want to do mostly my own music or whatever. I have a lot of music. Right. You know, and then uh, I'm an entertainer. So it was kind of, it was different for me, but it was easier for me to kind of adapt. But mm-hmm. I've seen artists come over there. I've booked artists, you know, I book artists now overseas and whatnot because of since Corona. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, when you when you over there or whatever, I seen them get off the plane and be, you know, I'm about to go crazy. And then that jet lag hit from that 16 hour flight of boom or the 14 hour flight or whichever it was. Right, right. And then you get them at the club, then the VIP, they don't want to drink or anything. And uh, you can definitely see that the hour starting to wear on them mentally, like. Right. What am I going to do? And I see some people get up there with the DJ and then the DJ forget stuff and your little last couple of songs, club lead right. play. But right here when you sing the first song, they like, oh, I'm happy. <laughs> what's more? What? What's more? <laughs> looking at them like, what? That's, that's not it. No, what's more? Oh, my God. Oh, let's do Smash, yeah. Mary Pass. So Smash, Mary Pass. I always do this with like, all the guests that she brings on the show. So who would you smash? Who would you marry? Who would you pass? So I'm going to go with... Magnus Dian, right? Beyonce mm. and Adele. Smash Mary Pass. 
Man, you gonna hate. I had to throw it down there. Why? I played the fifth, fifth, fifth. Oh, come on! All right, we could just do. He's a gentleman. What about Marion Pax? I just plead the fifth, fifth, and fifth. He will okay, play. okay. He will plead the fifth. That's fine, that's fine. What's something you like to do for fun? Besides, uh, you know, making great music. Have you ever heard of suspension? What's, what's suspension? Tell us, tell us. Uh, it's where you take these hooks and you put them in you and you swing back and forth. Across Shut the up, I've seen that on Facebook. You don't do that. You do that? Do you really? Yeah. No, it's exciting. Don't. You really do that? Yeah. What are you watching right now on Netflix? Have you seen anything? I don't? watch TV, but I, I just watch watched something on Netflix. What was it? Charm 2. Charm? Charm? I'm just saying, the Charm one too. I, that's what I watched. Are you I, watched like- the, I watched the first series <laughs> when I was watching it. And when I came back, I was like, whoa, there was like new episodes of Charm. I was like, I'm right on time. Charm. So Fabo watches Charm. Yeah, I got, I, I could I got a that. wand on me right now. I got my wand on me. Oh, he has a wand? Can you put $10,000 in my account? No, I didn't say that I could make magic happen. Oh, because you said wand. So, so initially, I I'm thinking. I have a wand. Okay. And I'm definitely doing my best, but it just ain't working for me right now. Oh. Like, to make $10,000 come up. Like, okay. How about five? five. Not five. five. Not five. 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 How about five? five. I'm just, I don't we use my one. I don't use my one for that type of stuff. Okay. <laughs> so I was talking about the earth and all of that and us not giving back. And here it is, you're trying to get me to commit. <laughs> I would use it for a good cause, though. Oh, I, I understand that, but I would definitely, you know, try my best to stay away from that. Gotcha. <laughs> so, what about zombies? Somebody going to run zombies? in the bank or something. <laughs> funny. Walking Dead, like it, yes? Yes. Yeah. Dope. I watch See? anything sci-fi. I don't like she it. I, just, watch I don't it. watch Netflix. I didn't say I don't watch movies or TV. Okay. Uh, I got the Fire Stick. That's yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I watch everything. Is, I don't know which one of these come off Netflix. I'm just playing. <laughs> I love the Walking Dead. Carisha the Diva won't yeah, watch like Walking No, Day. I don't like the Walking Dead. You, you never watched never. Um, what was that movie? The Originals. No. What? Never heard of it. Oh. Is it zombies or no? No, yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's werewolves. Well, right Everybody. now, I'm watching Peabody on Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody. everybody. Peabody. Oh, no, I don't watch Star Wars. It's not really your thing. Yeah, I don't watch Star Wars. Okay. Know it's amazing. Yeah, Peabody yeah. is so crazy. It's about the strip club. Oh. Yeah, it's in Mississippi. Well, maybe I should take a look at that. Do you like the strip club? I love the strip club. I live in Atlanta. What's your favorite strip club in Atlanta? You're not going to get me in trouble. Oh, oh my God. On. Give us two. Give us two. You like strippers? Well, I live on Bankhead, so I love the blue flame. Okay. So yeah. I, I, I get that one. I get that one. Okay. I get that one. Blue flame about to go up in revenue. <laughs> right. right. So in closing, I don't think the blue flame need me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you got coming up for the rest of the short summer that we have and going into the fall oh, well, with your music? I, well, I, well, I did do Wild and Out. I'm wondering where oh, it's going. Oh no! It was supposed to air on the. Are 12th. you going to do it? I, it was he, supposed to air on the 12th. Yeah, I did it. I already did it. You know. But and the I, situation. I had a great. Make. I had a great performance on there. And uh, I won't say other things or whatever. DC Young Fly, whenever you're ready for that rematch, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. okay. Shout out to DC Young Fly. Well, hopefully, you know, it comes. And yeah, I mean, uh, that. And uh, right now I'm working on uh, the Return of the Jedi, which is, you know, I'm the last of the great ones. You got your Michael Jackson, your, your James Browns, you had all of these different cats or whatever. And now, you know, you get a carbon copy of everybody that comes out. It's mm-hmm. still hard to duplicate me because I'm you definitely know good at what I do. It really is. And I was telling um, Sis that you have a very melodic sound, <laughs> like melody and Thanks. flow. And it, can you sing too? Because it sounds yeah. like you can add through so. I said that. Two right. rows don't make a ride. Hey, yes. <laughs> Put some sync on it. <laughs> Cause tonight it. is the night. So <laughs> okay. It's all I can do. I heard a 
Don't you. get me in the bathroom on I my tits. We got live vocals from Fabo. Thank you to my third, my second special guest, Chris Lucci, for joining us today. Oh. We were live with Carisha. Shout out to Fabo for joining oh. us. Junk single is out now, and the video is on the way. He has yeah. more music coming out. Yeah. As you see, he was born in the future, but now he's with us oh. in 2020. Yeah. Everybody at home, stay safe. Stay blessed. This is another episode of Live with Carisha. Peace. Bye. You got the jumps, they got your neck, then kick. You got the drag, they lead to the side. You got the beat, that drum. Ooh. You got the pop, that bit one time. You got the lock, that like a boo. You got the cop, that boo. You got the rock, that boo. Go in the shop. You got the jumps, they got your neck, then kick. Ooh. You got the drag, they lead to the side. You got the beat, that drum. Ooh. You got the pop, that bit one time. You got the lock, that like a boo. You